0: here on the Sports Blast, ESPN, New Hampshire, and ESPNNHradio.com. In 20 minutes, we got five questions with Brian Roach. With moi. Coming up. Uh, but before we get to that, we've been very NFL-heavy for good reason, obviously. The new league year started on Thursday. A lot of activity in the league since then, mostly for the Patriots. But um, we're going to do a quick hit on the Celtics here. Mark, you've got something you want to get off your chest, uh, and it pertains to Isaiah Thomas.
1: Yeah, um, I think Isaiah is in the doghouse. And the reason why I say that is... You don't put your, you know, throw your your coach under the bus, even though he was at fault. I mean, you know, during that um, Clippers game, there's no way that he should have put in those guys late in the third quarter when they're on the run, um, and they gave up that lead. Um, but you don't say it to the media, and, and the reason why you don't say it to the media is because you protect your coach and you protect your unity inside. So now th- th- it feels like a disconnect between Isaiah Thomas and the message from Brad Stevens. And Brad Stevens came out and said it wasn't a, a big deal. Like, he kind of threw it, like, say, threw it in the garbage and said, don't worry about it. Let's get over it. Like, it is what it is. Because I think he realized he did do something wrong in that game. But the fact that Isaiah Thomas came out and literally, like, put it in bold and highlighted it and said this was wrong, when Brad already knew that after the game it was wrong, and then Isaiah throwing Jake Crowder under the bus. The game before
2: that, yeah. That was...
1: So I, I just I I don't like where Isaiah's heads at right now because I feel Becoming like he, a little bit of a diva night. Exactly, I, I
2: feel like he might be frustrated that the Celtics didn't go out and get a big and or get somebody at the right, trade deadline. And, That's and, on Ainge then. Well, no, but I mean Isaiah's the star on this team right now. He should have voiced that he wants to Ange. Yeah. behind closed doors. Yes, obviously before the trade deadline, right. and be like, we need a rebounder. We, well, we don't
0: know that he didn't do that. And maybe Danny Age wasn't willing to part ways with the right. Brooklyn pick.
2: Maybe, but when Marcus Smarts, you're a leading rebounder. That's embarrassing. Avery Avery Bradley too, Marcus Smart, and Avery Bradley.
0: And it was, uh, was it the Suns game where he said uh, you can't be experimenting in game sixty three? But I mean, like, what was Brad Stevens supposed to do? You had two guys that were out of your normal starting. Well, that's the
1: point I'm trying to make. Like, you have to do what you have. And during that game, I I felt like Brad did get a little comfortable, but you still have to keep guys because you have like so many back to backs in this West Coast uh, trip. Right, and it's the last West Coast trip of the year. Of the year, so you want to make a statement. And you're playing against 500 or below teams, so you got to win these games. So you lost two of them. I I understand the frustration out of Isaiah Thomas. I just didn't like how he went about going delivering the message. And and also like just when you feel good about them
0: beating the Warriors, you have to remind yourself that they beat a Warriors team that is really struggling right now. Yeah, they've dropped what four of their last six. They're resting all their guys tonight. So. That went at Oracle, how excited can you
2: really get about it? <laughs> did, did you see what, um, uh, I don't know if it was a Celtics fan that did it, but um, they changed the Wikipedia for the Oracle Arena. They changed the owner to the Boston Celtics. See, that's yeah. the thing. It's like it would have been <laughs> different. It been di- and look, the
0: Golden State Warriors are the best home team in the NBA. But it would have been different if they were riding like a 10-game win streak. Right. If they were the Golden State Warriors of last year. They are struggling right now. Right. Well, they that's are. with so, KD out. With KD out, they're not the same Warriors team. So you shouldn't get too excited about it. Even though going back
2: to most of the team is what made it to the Western Conference. Still, yeah, though. The, the 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 di- but di- but when NBA the finals.
0: dynamic of the team changes so rapidly yeah you know when when you're bringing that superstar and and once you get used to it and Mm -hmm. then he gets hurt and Mm -hmm. then you have to revert all of a sudden it it takes a little while to get used to it and just going back to what you were saying mark about how you don't call your your coach out i think that's true even if the coach is definitely at fault you don't do that i mean you guys remember in 2012 um, Dustin Pedroia to Bobby Valentine. Hey, that's not how we do things around here. Yeah. When Bobby Valentine said, Kevin Euclid, I don't think his head's really in it. He's not, a, he's not as emotional as he used to be. Well, no one and, does that. And, no one's supposed to do
2: that. And, and, and the thing is, well, what are you talking about? Bobby Valentine Yeah, Bobby Valentine. I, I had a problem with that. Not I had with a problem.
0: Pro- no, but, but a lot of people in Boston thought of Dustin Pedroia, and they said, listen, buddy, we don't like Bobby Valentine either. We don't like him probably just as much as you don't like him. But you can't. You do don't that. throw your manager yeah. under the bus. You don't talk about your coach to the media like that.
1: Because then that stores uh, turmoil within your your locker room, um, and it's going back to Isaiah Thomas and his like his swagger and his cockiness about him. Like he feels like he's on top of the world, and I understand. You know the the move that you know he went to you know went to the celtics instead sort of camping out in phoenix um it, it was a great move for him but i i feel like he's getting way too comfortable with his swagger and his cockiness he's got like a floyd mayweather esque to him um he hangs out with him way too much he thinks he's the An uncomfortable be- amount actually except yeah. uh, but, but what i'm saying is i feel like he thinks he's like the best in the world and you can have that mindset you can have that mindset but you can't come out and you can't tell the media and throw your, uh, one of your better players under the bus as well as your coach. You just don't do that. And especially during this road trip where you're playing the Lakers, you're playing the Suns, you're playing the Clippers, right? You're playing the Warriors. They played the Denver Nuggets like garbage last night. And the reason why is, is because Isaiah Thomas told his coach and, and, and it was all like all this media hype. You don't need the media hype. What good teams do is they block out the noise, right? And they don't let it get to them. But Isaiah Thomas created that noise, guys. Created that noise. And now all the chatter is around, you know, Isaiah Thomas, you know, MVP caliber player. It's all about me. I'm the Boston Celtics. Give me a break. Uh, Without Brad Stevens, this team wouldn't be where it is right now. Okay, Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the NBA. So so to say that Isaiah Thomas is that MVP caliber player, sure. But uh Brad Stevens is,
2: you know, hand in hand. They're not winning any, anything with Isaiah I'm No. Listening. I
0: think I think it's possible and and probably plausible that they trade Isaiah Thomas this offseason, especially if they go out and they get let's say Markel Fultz, Alonzo Ball.
1: No, I would let him walk. I would let Isaiah Thomas walk. I I feel like, you well, know, at well, the end well, of his contract, you just, you just let him walk. And get nothing? Well, I mean, you're probably not going to get much for him anyway. But still, wouldn't
0: you rather do that, especially if you go out and get... If you go out and you keep that Brooklyn pick, and let's just assume, like we've been assuming, that it's going to be a top-two pick, maybe the number-one overall. You draft Markel Fultz. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is going to look at that and say, okay, what's the... Is this kid going to take my... Like, what's going on here? He's going to be constantly looking over his shoulder. Even if Markel Fultz, let's say, starts the year on the bench, mm. Isaiah Thomas is going to be like, what's the long-term play here? Because that, that guy... That kid plays the same position as me. He's going to be. 1-2. Or one, you could two. trick
1: him. You could trick him and say we're bringing in this guy because he's a Washington grad. Okay, um, he's from the Seattle area. Basically, you know, he played college there, and he plays the same like kind of same position with you. But we're going to actually play him the two guard, and then they trade as trade away Isaiah and Mark Fultz takes you know takes the point. I, I I can see that happening, but I also can see like Danny Ainge. You know, looking into the market and trying to come up with a package of players, and Isaiah Thomas may be throwing the I could
0: totally see that happening. If he ends up keeping that pick, if it turns into Markel Fultz or even Lonzo Ball, whoever it turns into.
1: And I will say, if Isaiah Thomas keeps this up. If he keeps it up, then I think for sure. He, he will. Ainge,
0: and it's totally
1: a Danny Ainge type move. It is. It
0: say, is. Isaiah, thanks for your service here in Boston. We got you the re- most re- out you of you. You turned into an MVP type candidate. We're going to use that. We're going to trade you and get some more assets, whether that means more draft picks. It did to Rajah package Rondo for a bigger
2: player. And maybe, who knows, maybe well, they... Rondo didn't get along with Stevens as well. Well,
0: well Rondo doesn't get along with him. Isaiah
2: anybody. is not getting along with Stevens as well.
0: It's as the well. starting so, to become so let's, way. So yes. let's say this continues. Isaiah Thomas, maybe you don't trade him for draft picks. Maybe you package him for, let's say, uh, Paul George. Although, uh, George will then have one year left on his deal as well, right? Yeah, so that, yeah, But so does Isaiah. So you're yeah. trading a guy who has one year
1: left on his deal for another guy who has one year left on his deal. And and, and that, uh, is but the, that not a possibility? Sure, but there's a lot of terminology in that Um, in regards to, does Isaiah Thomas want to stay in Indiana? Does Paul George want to stay with the Celtics? Well, so uh, I think you well, have to hold that in Well, here's in the thing,
0: though. Uh I mean, do we know that Isaiah Thomas will stay here long term? He keeps talking about you
1: got to, you know, back up the truck for me to get paid, right? Well, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, all this cockiness, and-, and that's not the Celtics' way. Like, the Celtics' way is just go out and do it. Like, don't talk about it. Just go out and do it. Paul Pierce was one of the greatest Celtics of all time because he he went out and did his job. He came up clutch, you know, made some big-time shots. Larry Bird, same thing. Larry Bird was cocky, but he was cocky towards the players. He wasn't, like, cocky towards the media. And Isaiah Thomas is taking this to another level. If he keeps this up, he's becoming like a DeMarcus Cousins, a cancer in the locker room. Because he's all about himself, where he says, Give me the ball, let me do my job, instead of making all players around me better. I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's becoming a toxic player, but he
0: is starting to get a little big for his boots. Yeah, he's going he's he's said some things now in the last week and there have been other moments throughout Throughout the season. Throughout this season, yeah. Where where he's had a few moments where we've kind of looked at his comments and gone, Oh, that sounds very
1: diva esque. Remember, he did the same exact thing to Brad this, this uh, early in the season. He threw him under the bus. He didn't like it. I, I get you want to voice your opinion. I get that. But you don't do it to the media. Because what the media does is throw that stuff out there, and then we have to listen to it. Right? It's, it's different if you're like a Kobe
0: Bryant or a LeBron James. Yes. You can get away with a hell of Westbrook. a lot more. Russell Westbrook. You can get away with the hell of a lot more. You can throw the coach under the bus. It's not like that's necessarily accepted. People will still criticize you. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be traded. But you have the talent. You have the t- but you also have <clears throat> the, uh, the cachet. You know, yes. it's like, you're Kobe. Yeah. You can throw Phil Jackson under the bus all you want. We're not trading you. We'd prefer that you don't do it. But it doesn't mean that, oh, you know, we're star, shipping you off.
2: Star, superstar players can be douchey. And exactly. They but, can. But
0: that's the key word. They have to be superstar players. Right. Isaiah Thomas is a star. Star. He's not a superstar.
2: Right. He's no. not a fan-
1: franchise caliber and player.
0: He's a relatively new star. Yeah. Right. It's not like he's been a star for seven. Years. Like he became a star. What like halfway through I last. Think he season? has a
2: small guy complex. A, he, he does exactly. have a Definitely small. He's a
1: small. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we call that a Napoleon complex. He absolutely has that. Yeah. He does. Totally. And the fact that so, he was picked last in the draft. Right. It, it also shows, shoulder. yeah, chip on, but, but in that, in that standpoint though, don't you want to just like go out there and just dominate the game and let your game do the talking? Like if you were picked last in the draft, you want your performance to honestly put it out there and showcase your talents rather than, you know, running your mouth and throwing your, your entire team, entire team under the bus. Like you, you cannot do that. You You can't do that because you're not good enough to do it. If you were Kobe Bryant, if you were Michael Jordan, if you were Russell Westbrook or LeBron James, I agree, you do it. But Isaiah Thomas, you're not at that caliber, so you don't have the level of audacity to do that. You don't have the authority to do that. Brad Stevens does, okay. Danny Ainge may be able to do it, but at the same at the same token, okay, this is a team oriented uh or or, oriented organization, okay. They bleed green. It's Celtics pride all across Boston. I'm sorry. The fans and the organization does not want to see Isaiah Thomas running his mouth about his own team. It makes no sense. Very disrespectful. Extremely. No loyalty whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And if, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm totally putting that as a factor when it comes down to salary talks. Okay, or if there's another, you're gonna back like this? up the dump trucks. You want mm. all that money? You want to talk about Brad Stevens like that? You want to talk about your current players like that?
2: Sit your ass down. Sit
1: your ass down. You ain't getting any money from my <laughs> if, pocket. If
0: if there, if this continues to be a recurring issue with him, which hopefully it won't, but if it does, then I think that's it's ultimately gonna happen. It's ine- is, inevitable. It's it's inevitable. I think he will absolutely be traded, depending on where they end up. Uh, the lottery is uh, announced what in May? May. Depending on what pick they end up with, or, or by they, I mean Brooklyn, yep. which the Celtics will then swap with, depending on where that happens, where, what they end up with, one or two, the Celtics and Danny Ainge will say, okay, I'm going to end up taking Markel Fultz or Alonzo
1: Ball, and then I'm going to trade Isaiah Thomas. And you think about it, Ashish. Before, before this kind of even happened, okay, if it, wasn't, if, if it wasn't all this chatter around Isaiah Thomas, I'd be like, all right, just draft Markel Fultz or trade it. But since he's talking like this about his own team, he talks about how grateful he is that Danny had traded for him. Well, show how grateful you are by, by your performance. Right. Don't, don't use like Instagram and Twitter and all this nonsense to go out and put, throw your team on the bus. You know, That's the, not the, the way the you do it. curious
0: eyes, emojis on Twitter. That's not
1: the way you do it. It's like just creating
0: all this, these nonsense stories that amount to nothing at the end of the day, right. ex- except for a distraction. And now... Um, the Celtics have 10 of their next, the last 15 games of their season are at home, I believe. They're all at home. 10 of their last 15 All are games. on the East Coast, yes. too. All on the East Coast. So you have an opportunity here to really make a push for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And if you can make no, a deep
2: run... I don't think they'll push for the number one. What, they, they could. they two they're, games they're by, two, by Cleveland.
0: Two and a half. Two and a half, and games. A
1: half games by Cleveland? Yeah, but Washington's uh, tied for second. With My them.
0: point is you have two-thirds of your remaining schedule is at home, all on the East Coast. You have a chance to make a run here. You have a and lot of tough and once games. You, get, uh, they, you do have some tough games in there. But if you can make a deep run in the playoffs, that might so, sort of like smooth some of the stuff. Redeem himself? Smooth some of the stuff that's been happening recently. Well, uh, he would need Danny to Angel prove himself
2: heart. in the playoffs, first of all, because he has not shown up yeah. in the playoffs. He, for the, he hasn't. For the Celtics. But, I mean, the the Celtics,
1: what? Ha, uh, they won two of uh, the five games on the West Coast trip when they play the Lakers, Phoenix, Clippers, who are a beatable team, okay? Yeah. The Warriors, they beat a weak which Warriors they, beat, yeah, and the Dever Nuggets, which is probably uh, the worst team amongst the group. Yeah, so they besides went, they Phoenix went, they they went two and three on a five-game West Coast. They should have went four won. and one. Yeah, they should have won four of
0: those games. And but, again, and again, for everyone, go that's back getting to excited
1: it. about the Golden State win. Golden State is really struggling right now, guys. Right. But you go back to it. The reason why they struggled on the West Coast trip is because there's a lot of cancer going on in that locker room. There, there is. There's no doubt about it. Players looking at Isaiah Thomas like he has two heads. Like, you, you you, cannot do that, Isaiah. You can't do that. That's your organization. You want to be the franchise-changing player for this team? You act like one. And the way you act it is you make all your teams better instead of being selfish and conceited and being a, a guy that just wants the ball all the time and wants to talk smack about his team behind his back. You can't do that. I don't care how frustrated you are. You keep your emotions behind closed doors, and you let the team handle it, not yourself.
0: Quick break here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with five questions with Brian Roach. Don't go anywhere, ESPN New Hampshire.